Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. to Mentality. I'm Camera. And my name is Light. And today we have on the wonderful Cameron Kelly, who is a fantastic comedian, actress, writer, and we're going to be talking about adoption and the misconceptions of it. Yes. First, I want to get to our sponsors. Today we are sponsored by Tea Spectral, and today we're drinking the official Mentality tea, which is uh, Phoenix. We've yeah. had this a bunch of times, and it's really good. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. First, I wanted to uh, get a little bit about yourself. So where are you from? Great. Well, thanks for having me on. Thanks yeah, for that introduction. Of yeah. course. I am originally from the Washington, D.C. area, okay. uh, Maryland, to be technical. But we moved around quite a bit. My dad was in the Foreign Service for many years. And so I was born in D.C. I was there till I was one. Then we moved to France, lived there till I was five. That's a heck of a move. <laughs> yeah, it was quite. And then quite, we went to France. It's fine. Yeah, lived in Paris uh, for four years. Wow, and then, every child's dream. Yeah. It's, oh, so like it's older. Your typical childhood, you know. So do you speak fluent French? I do. Oh, okay. Yes, I All do. Right. To my parents' credit, wherever we moved, they just put me in the local school so there, right? So nice. we lived in France. I was in the local French school. Mm-hmm. When we moved to Chile, I was in the local Spanish school. Um, do you speak fluent Spanish as well? I do, yeah. Jeez, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, I'm going into this really uh, not feeling that. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> he, he just sips his tea. Yeah, I'm just going to drink my tea. It's uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very lucky. Yeah, so so after France, we, we after Paris, we moved back to the States. Mm-hmm. But even in the States, my parents kept me in the local French school, like the international French school, the Lycée, mm-hmm. so that I would keep my French up. When you moved back to the States, where did, which state did you move to? Back to Maryland. Okay. Back to it. the same place. Yeah. It's always back there because he, if he's not, if we're not working overseas, he has mm-hmm. to be in, at the Capitol in DC. Well, what made you move so many times being at the Capitol and such? Um, my dad was a diplomat. Okay. And the reason we moved is because he would be ambassador overseas. Got it. It was, he's cool. My... <laughs> My, my family is, he is cool. cool. Yeah, <laughs> my parents are so brilliantly smart and just like cool and just I just can't. So does even. that is are those the three languages or are there more languages? That's the three. That? Okay. That's the three. But my dad speaks seven. Oh, okay. Oh, so uh, when you're off. a diplomat, <laughs> right? Know. Exactly. Exactly. Barely speak one. So yeah, <laughs> but you're doing a great job. <laughs> three is it? I guess a little Italian, but not. I didn't live there. I just mm. studied it. I don't know it as well as that. Like two. three years of high school kind of thing. Right. Exactly. That kind of that kind of Italian. So, yeah, if I don't live in the country, I don't consider it a real fluency. <laughs> but uh, but no. And plus, those three languages are all so similar that once you know one, it's, mm-hmm. it becomes kind of yeah. easy. Yeah. The, the romance languages. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Anyway, so then we moved to Chile for my middle school years. Uh, we were there for three years. I moved when I was 11. We were back when I was 14. Loved Chile. And when I was there, I went to the bilingual.
bilingual French and Spanish school. That was fortunate. There's a there was yeah. a bilingual French and Spanish school in Italy. Yes. So what happens is all over the world there are uh, the Lycée Français. It's the French International School, and what it is is a bilingual school of the French language and the local language. Mm -hmm. So technically, when I was going to the French school in the states, it was bilingual French and English, mm -hmm. and then when I went to the French school in Chile, it was bilingual French and Spanish. But what that meant is that my like core curriculum was taught in French, mm -hmm. which I spoke when I moved there. So that was like the base language. So yeah, so I was learning like my math and science mm -hmm. in French, which was fine. That's how I'd always learned them. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I'm so bad at them, <laughs> but I couldn't understand yeah. what was going on. Because you're learning your, a language on top right, of Right, on top of math. trying to learn math, which all right, so I was just set up for failure. But then in Chile, and it, but so the classes that are sort of less curricular based, like gym and art and stuff like that, are in the local language. So really half of my classes were in a language I didn't speak. Hmm. And all the people there are like, you know, socialized in Spanish. So, yeah. yeah so that'll make you learn a language pretty, yeah. pretty quick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick. So, yeah, then we moved back to the States. Uh, I ended up going to uh, an American public high school, oh, which was like, it was like a cultural uh, change. It was truly <laughs> something that I, because I up until that point had never been formally taught in English. I had mm. only been taught in other languages. The American public high school, I had seen it on TV. <laughs> it yep. was like the <laughs> Mecca. It was just like the, the promised Buffy land. The Slayer, yeah, like yeah. Land of American high, school high school musical. Oh. I was like, there are clubs and teams, sports. Is Zach Efron somewhere? Yeah, Zach Efron, Troy Bolton. Yeah. I'm coming. People for you. just jump out of the side and start yeah, singing. Yeah, there's musicals and there's like I just was so in love with the idea of of an American system. Yeah. Swept off your feet by someone playing guitar. It's yeah, great. yeah. That's what totally. happens at every American high, high school. school. Mm -hmm. Every single yeah. one. There's yep. the skaters. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> How was that? So were you there for all four? Years. I was. I okay. was. You know, it, I, I remember my first day so vividly because it was everything I had dreamt of. It did have the sports teams and the mm -hmm. clubs and, you know, homecoming. And were those not present in the. No, other, like, gosh. No, 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 no. None of that. Wait, so that's oh, taking an that for American granted. high school thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. There Still were no. There were like it, the French school is extremely rigid and strict and very almost purely academic. Mm -hmm. Even the art classes are, to be honest, academic mm -hmm. somehow. It's like art history almost. And then and yeah, there are no I mean, people play sports, you know, recreationally, but it's not like they have organized teams. It's not really like. Well, sometimes, but there's just certainly no theater. There's really no... No um, theater? No, no. <laughs> just broke camera's heart. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I don't think either of us would be here if it weren't for theater yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah. Theater <laughs> is the one thing that I liked in high school. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. No, like, clubs, no, no cheerleaders, no, you know, it's just very... It's just school. It's just, it's school. just for school. It. It's not yeah. for all this other fluff. Mm. But but I was so excited for the fluff um, because I had seen it on TV. I remember my first day going in and just being like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. I, I, it was like I walked into a zoo. Truly, I was so like people were wearing their hats inside and chewing gum. I know that sounds so like Jesus. But, <laughs> but I came from like uniforms and, you yep. know, I just you, you just didn't do that. And I walked into my class and the American school system hates uniforms. Yeah. Everyone hates uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of did the opposite. I went from American high school to and still an American high school, but from public to a charter that wore uniforms. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. So you had kind of the opposite. Yeah. Uh, it was a theater uh, school, though. And they wanted people to be individual, right. but not through 
clothing no. or hats. So. Oh. That's, that's contradictory. Yeah, yeah. That's a confusing, <laughs> or hair confusing rule. There's some yeah. confusing messaging yeah, there. That the is, individuals, but not too but much. Not in a way that we can see. Yeah. Just through your personality. <laughs> yeah. Only on the inside. Oh, Can't show anyone. But yeah. what was it like for you to be transitioning between these different languages and learning and Yeah. Um, learning was so fun because in high school, because I could actually speak the language, you know, or I didn't have any like trouble understanding class for a while. Cause usually my first year moving somewhere, there was like a, you know, language ba- uh, boundary or barrier. So, so that was actually fun to like hear words said in English, you know, or be able to have my parents help me with homework, you know, cause my mom doesn't speak French or Spanish. So, so I would come home and my dad would travel a lot and I wouldn't really have, like, she couldn't understand my homework, you know? So my, my poor mom speaks like uh, she's been kind of dragged all over the, the world. And, and <laughs> she only speak English. She speaks English. And then this mix of Spanish, Italian, and French that no one understands. Oh, okay. Cause she uh, yeah, didn't absorb she did, all of it. She, yeah. Never... <laughs> right. She was an adult and, and there was a trip before I was born. They lived in Italy for a long yeah. time. Poor thing. She just, she just is confused. Guess now we're in a country that I don't speak the language. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I'll just spit something out yeah. that I can, you know, <laughs> Someone will understand me. But yeah, it was cool. It was interesting. It just the bigger shock than the language stuff was that the kids were sitting on the desks instead of on their chairs and that they would like talk back to teachers. And I couldn't imagine. I mean, if you the way that kids in at my school, at least were talking back to teachers, you would have gotten slapped at the (laughs) French school. I mean, truly. And it happened like literally slapped, literally slapped. Yeah. Not figuratively. (gasps) We don't even get like figuratively slapped in American. Like (laughs) they're just like, you you know what? Just stop please can yeah. you please stop please stop okay go to the office okay you don't want to all right just all right sit well down. just sit then i yeah, guess yeah it's weird <laughs> that it, didn't work it, there was really i i felt like the rules were just sort of thrown out the window but i ended up of course loving my high school experience and loved my high school and it was all great that must have been interesting having your mom being able to help you with homework for like the first time in yeah. high school yeah you weird because that's yeah. just something i feel like we take it for granted is our parents kind of understanding all of the elementary school and like middle right, school right, math right. and stuff <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. Mom, so. what's four plus four? <laughs> yeah. So I want to segue into into the main topic. Sure. Kind of you being adopted, mm-hmm. and I want to go into first. When was the first time you were told you were adopted? So I was told really early on. I, I don't re- recall a time of not knowing. It's not like I turned fourteen and was like, I am. You know, it's, it's not like that. You know, the, you like see in the, the movies. American high school. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, what? Yeah, I, I was always aware of it. Uh, probably I was told. I don't know the age, but I was told as early on as I could understand what it meant. And I got to say, I was explained it so well. My parents did such a great job of explaining it. And I, it truly was, to me, like a great, like great news. Like I remember feeling like this is just a fun fact about me. Yeah. I, I never remember me feeling. Unique. <laughs> yeah. The way it was pitched to me was so pitched to me. It wasn't really pitched, but like, you know, the way it was, <laughs> was explained. The yeah, the pitch, <laughs> um, you know, really made it feel like, which is, you know, still how I feel about it. Nothing short of a miracle. I mean, truly a miracle. So much had to go right for, for us to, for me to end up in my family. I know it was a while ago, but do you remember any of like what was said? It you know, being a positive I really experience? don't. I, I don't have any of the specifics. It didn't, it wasn't like, you know, it, yeah. it wasn't significant enough. Maybe. Yeah. It sounds like it was just kind of casually. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah it cool was thing. almost as if I was being told like you, I don't know, you have 
purple hair. Like, <laughs> I guess that's a kind of a, a visual joke yeah. on a podcast. I'm not sure if that'll work. Also, but camera has purple hair, yeah, everyone. That's, that's what that's about. Um, their listeners are like, what the yeah. fuck is she saying? Purple, purple, purple hair. hair. What the hell? Right. You know, it was as if I was just being told some, some information mm-hmm. about me. It was not like, I don't remember ever feeling, you know, immediately afterwards. I don't remember feeling like, oh God, like, well, what am I going to do? You know, or, or any mm-hmm. kind of confusion really. Yeah. The confusion began when I when I would tell other people Uh about it because I was really clear about how I felt I was really clear about how my parents felt and then as soon as I started talking to other kids Mm -hmm. it's so I like didn't get quite the same messaging back like that I was yeah that I was saying you know like I thought it was this miracle and I still do and I and I would say it like I would present it like that and then it would come back to me you know and kids are looking at others for mirrors you know because I feel this way and then look how cool this is and they're like they're like that's not cool and then you're like right agree affirm exactly and so then when I kept getting stuff back that didn't match what I felt that started to be confusing basically it's not you know it's not any kid's fault it's just like kids don't know how to talk about it and and even some adults don't know how to talk about it and so which brings in a lot of the problems (laughs) right exactly which brings in a lot of the problems so I think at some point I just honestly stopped telling people because I wasn't it didn't really feel very good when I you know I wasn't getting the thing back that I was expecting Mm -hmm. or wanting Mm -hmm. so I just sort of somewhere was just like well this isn't really that fun when I talk about it so I'm just gonna let it let it lie what country was the first place you remember getting feedback about it um maryland the second time so oh, okay. back from france so i'm like so that still was elementary late. school yeah, so still, yeah. in, still elementary school but you know maybe so i got back from france at five so maybe somewhere like somewhere between six and 11 you know so probably like, like seven years old or something what was like the reaction so uh, so the thing that that we hear a lot. I'm just going to speak for the adopted community. Yeah. The whole community. No, the whole yeah, community. yeah. This, this is, is, I yeah. am representing us all. Mm-hmm. Um, no, um, every adoption is completely different. Yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I truly can only speak for my own. But but a lot of what we hear, gosh, a lot of what I heard is kids will ask, you know, you'll, you'll say you're adopted. And then the first question is they use this term called real parents. They'll say like, well, do you know your real parents? Have you met your real parents? And when you've come to understand that your real parents are your parents and then mm-hmm. you have birth parents, mm-hmm. there's parents and then my birth mother and my birth father and then my mom and dad, totally separate. Yep. And then you're being asked about your real parents. It's so confusing as a kid because it's like it's almost it makes you mad because you're like you, you're like these are my real parents. Yeah, you're like making my parents seem less Mm-hmm. real than they are and I, that's not yeah. a good because feeling. Because if those are my real parents that makes these my unreal parents. Right. And that that makes them my fake parents. Yeah. Away the significance <laughs> right. And it's so it's so angering and mean. Like it feels mean as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and you just feel like you feel like defending yourself, but then you're like, what am I defending here? That I'm like a legitimate kid or, you know, you know, like you're, it just starts it takes to, away the humanity of yourself. Too. Right. Exactly. And everything that you know to be true. But this this person, you know, without any backstory is assuming this other thing because of what you've said. So it's super confusing and it just doesn't feel good. And then you try to explain. But sometimes that wouldn't really work because, you know, it, it, all in all, I just was sort of like, I'm over feeling like that every time. Yeah. So and also probably constantly having to explain it to explain and then also it. be like, hey, 
real parents, not a term not that's a term. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, please don't use that. <laughs> right. And, you know, how, how are you supposed to know even how to express that? You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure for a long time as a kid, I was just like, I don't even know where to begin mm-hmm. on that. So I'm just going to not even try or not even bring it up. Also, it just truthfully doesn't come up that much. Like, you know, I look enough like my parents that it's not this jarring thing that you would assume. Wait, those are your parents? Right, <laughs> exactly. That There's none yeah. of that because we, we, we look, you know, relatively alike. So it just truthfully doesn't come up that much. And so unless I'm bringing it up, there's really no reason that anyone, no one's ever asked me like, nice to meet you, are you adopted? You know, no. it's just <laughs> so, never, that's ever. A, that's a normal question to ask when you first meet somebody, yes, right? Yes, yeah. That's what I, I do. I, that's the yes. first thing I do. Yeah. yeah. When you mentioned that you just didn't bring it up, did you find that it was, like, did you find yourself just saying, like, these are my parents and then, like... Leaving it at that. Leaving it at that kind of... Yeah, yeah. there was no reason to Add explain. on anything else. Yeah, because yeah. that would almost even take away. Like, why mm-hmm. would I have to explain... These are my parents. So yeah. there's no reason for me to be like... Asterix, fun fact, uh, I, have, I have birth parents as well, but these are, you know, when I'm introducing my friends to my parents, yep. I'm introducing my friends to my parents, like yeah. my parents are my parents, my brother's my brother, like it's not, I don't even think about it as like, it, it's not even like, it, it truthfully, it's not even like, in, I'm saying parents, but I'm thinking, you know, adopted not, parents. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I am fully like I forget all the time mm-hmm. that I'm adopted. I, I like it's really not something that's like on the forefront of my my mind. Yeah. Only when I remember do I even think about it. But, but yeah, no, I I would never introduce them as anything besides. And your, are. your brother was adopted as well. Yeah, he was. And was he a separate adoption? Yeah, separate from yours. Yeah, yeah. Is uh is he older or younger? Younger. Younger. Yeah, okay. my brother's twenty. Was he? Were you you were around when he? Well, obviously you were around when yeah. he was adopted. But it was like the happiest day of my life. Yeah, <laughs> truly, I remember it so clearly. I wanted a brother or a sister for so long. Uh, I was five and a half when <laughs> Evan was born, and I had this huge bear that uh, that I brought to the hospital, and oh. I was. So excited. I, I oh. truly was so in love with my brother and still am. But I was so head over heels in love with my brother. Oh. I just could not get enough of this kid. And he was a kind of ugly baby. <laughs> but I truly had no idea. He was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Like oh. I I remember this one time in a, he ended up, you know, he's very cute and he's very um, he, he grew into his um face but but he just wasn't one of those babies that you're like wow that baby is beautiful you know he's just sort of like you know it's a baby yep some babies are just babies <laughs> yeah i hate to say it not all babies are cute yeah they just need to kind of yeah. grow into it I think and i have I, the unpopular opinion of i think every baby's not that cute <laughs> oh really see yeah, yeah. i'm hard pressed to find any of them not cute i'm obsessed with babies i <laughs> truly i seek them out but no. i i feel the opposite i am like give me all the babies but I remember this one time we were in this uh, we were in an elevator and there was another mom and a baby and then an elderly woman. Yeah. And this woman, this old woman was just gushing about this other baby and how cute it was. And oh, my gosh. And what's her name? And I was getting so angry because she wasn't paying any attention to Evan. <laughs> and finally, I just yelled at her and I said, what about my baby? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I was probably like five, you know, but I was really 
heated. I was like, hello, um, There's have a you met right my here. baby? have a prince sitting among <laughs> us. I, I would love if you could acknowledge his presence, please. Oh so um, you? you must have known that you were adopted by that point then. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And this was uh, both your adoptions from before even birth known? Yep, yep. Wow. Totally. That's usually, like, if you're going through an adoption agency, mm-hmm. that's kind of usually how it happens. But, yeah, I, I know that, like, a lot of times I feel like, which we've talked about in media and stuff, it's always portrayed as this, like, really dark thing, which is another really confusing thing for adopted kids. Because if you don't feel that way, you're like, should I? Or, like, is, is, there, is there something about this that's not so happy or not so good? Like... <laughs> You know, it's complicated, definitely. I'm not trying to say it's this, you know, it's there's nothing to it, you know, but it's it's complicated, but it's it's not always so um, dark, I guess. And listen, a lot, I'm sure yeah, sh- that, that is some people's stories or, or they or they wouldn't be getting told, you yeah. know, I'm sure I know a lot of kids go through, you know, like foster care yeah. and, and they are, you know, in orphanages. It's it's there are sad stories. I'm not trying to paint. But there's this every as, every story is different. Like you were yes, saying, every and story unique, is different. And it can yes. be a happy and, experience. And a and, lot of times it is this great miracle of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that maybe that's a boring story. Maybe that's why no one's telling it. But I feel like I never see it. And it really is kind of a shame because it just it sets you up for some confusion about your own situation if you're not seeing it represented yeah, only anywhere. showing the negative part right. of it. Right. Yeah. And so it's sort of just like, well, shit, do, do I have this wrong? Or, you know. I mean, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that portrays adoption in just like a normal light. Yeah. Right. You know, like, it's, not, it's always like, like a thing. Right. It's always a thing instead yeah. of just like a story about something totally different, but they just happen to be adopted and that's just mm-hmm. something they can kind of gloss over. Yeah. I'd love that because mm-hmm. that's just... That, you know, it's as it's as normal as having I don't know, it's as normal as having a biracial couple or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that that is starting to finally be represented a little bit. I mean, we could be doing it's better. Not yeah. a thing, I, but it's not know. like a thing that you have to point out yeah. like, mm-hmm. ooh, look at look at, you know, That's my hope it, is that it, me will go more into like, oh, yeah, we can have this main character either be like culturally different, be adopted or something, right, right. and not have and that not, be the main and not focus. Igno- yeah, of the not story. right. And sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm sure. that's fine. Sometimes and that's fine. But, but like uh, that they they're their own person and their personality and their yeah. their story can lead it. Yeah, so. and there's so much interesting stuff about adoption. Like there's so much interesting stuff about a person who's adopted because you're always you're kind of wondering like what's my nature, what's my nurture, mm-hmm. what you know. I'm so happy with. This sounds so weird. Like I'm so happy with who I have turned out to be, but yeah. you're a pretty cool but, person. Thank you, honey. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, I yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. And uh, I, I am want, a cool person. I want your self a person. Yeah. I mean, believe me, it's not all the time. But but what I mean is like, I just, you know, I it's like fascinating to me to kind of know, t- try to figure out what came from what. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Um, I kind of wanted to get into that a little bit oh, because sure. with you being adopted, there are Things that you can't really, you know, like there are things with my past, like uh, my high cholesterol that I can be like, yep, got oh, that right, from my yeah. dad, you know. And right, so right. it's a lot easier for doctors to be like, you have this because of your yeah, parents, yeah. you know, and they don't have to whole run a bunch of tests because they're like, yeah, you probably have that from right. your dad. And same things with my mom and stuff. How does that work um, being adopted? Because is that... Do you it, get the, it, yeah, the health yeah, history? You of can, the yeah. I think I do have it. I don't know it very well off the top of my head. So, but it's in my doctor's like mm-hmm. file or something. Like some somebody has it. But yeah, you just get the like documents, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's I guess a little bit different because I. It's not like my, you know, 
grandmother suffered from a heart, you know, like I, mm-hmm. it's not so personal. It's just, yeah. it's like, it's just like paperwork. It's a file yeah. It's a file it's like, with, yeah. with some information about yeah. me. So it's a little less personal, I guess, but it, but same thing, same thing. And sometimes, uh, sometimes I don't think you do get that luxury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes you would just do have to sort of guess or start over. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I also imagine because it's a file, it doesn't necessarily get updated past your birth. Right. Right. Or, that's right. Yeah. I'm so not it's sure. like if, you're, yeah, you're right. if your birth yeah, mother yeah. had issues her, you know, later yeah. in her life, I don't know if that would trickle down. But yeah. It might, you, it might right? not. It might not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> what question? When when did your parents decide that they wanted to adopt? Well, twice also. Like they they, yeah. wanted, they they wanted another kid first with you and then with your brother. What was that process? Um, you know, it was my mom was. Well, what was happening? She was. They were living in D.C. She was volunteering at a women's group, a women's clinic, and actually met uh, my birth mother there. Wow. Yeah, isn't that wild? Oh, and uh, it's a story. Yeah, it, it is a story. Um, <laughs> this is the story I want to hear. It's. It kind of just went from there, and it's it's a it's a great story because. I, I'm, I'm going to kind of butcher it, but it was like so many things happened for that to occur. Like the fact that my birth mother was there is a like a whole long, you know, sort of journey. And, mm-hmm. and my, my mom ending up there is also such a weird and, you know, the night she was supposed to be there, there was a snowstorm and she almost didn't go. And oh, my wow. dad like drove her because she, you know, just like he had some feeling, you know, it was just like huh. kind of what kind of one of those. Yeah, exactly. Is what it feels like is, yeah, totally divine intervention or Mm -hmm. whatever. It's really awesome. Um, Do you have a relationship with your birth parents at all? So they, so my birth mother has always been in contact with my mom Mm -hmm. and God bless my mom. She has always been so great about uh, like keeping, you know, send every year or so like near my birthday, she'll send pictures. What's Cameron up to, you know? Yeah. Um, She's, you know, Cameron's in a play or, you know, Cameron just got into this college and she's, Okay with that, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know there are some birthdays. The, yeah, yeah, that are like, yeah. I don't that want they don't any want any. Yeah, and she has been always very sort of like not involved. I don't know her. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never met her, but just very like supportive from afar and very yeah. happy to hear all my updates every year. I get a birthday present from her. <laughs> She's very religious, so it's like uh, it's usually a rosary or a Bible or mm. some uh-huh. kind of like little. Bible book or book about Jesus, but it's very nice and it's very, it's very thoughtful and it's, it's extremely uh, sweet. So I I don't have a relationship with her. Mm -hmm. I do hope to someday meet her. I really, really need to thank her. Yeah. (laughs) Really need to thank her. For all Uh, of that cosmic. For (laughs) for all of her, all that she, I mean, I could have just as easily been, you know, I could just be nothing. I, I, I could very easily, in fact, be not even, not, not here at all. So Mm So she made a really tough decision for me, and I, I have met, benefited tremendously. And then every step of the way, you know, picking my parents, she was right on the money. And so I, I just have I have to meet her because I have to thank her. As far as that that process goes, was that her was that like you said, choosing your parents? Was that kind of like a, a thing that? she was that she did I, yeah. I don't know yeah 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 she she did yeah okay. she did too and, and basically when you're going through that process if you go through an adoption agency they give they give you like binders mm-hmm. binders of women you know they basically present you with a bunch of options like mm-hmm. a, a bunch of options uh like a bunch of families who are looking to adopt and you get to interview them and you get to mm-hmm. whatever and uh, obviously if there's someone in your life that you end up choosing that's fine mm-hmm. but it's it's ultimately up to 
the mother, you know, yeah. what, what she's going to do. So, so yeah, she definitely picked them. It was okay. largely her decision. Yeah. You know, in fact, I'm thinking, as I'm thinking about it, one show, which happens to be my favorite show, really depicted it kind of well. Oh, uh, friends. Oh, you yeah. know, Monica and Chandler end up adopting mm-hmm. and uh, just like, because I, I, I was just talking about the birth mother's sort of mm-hmm. trajectory through that. And that one kind of like if you watch that, it kind of kind of I mean, it's, you know, it's a sitcom. So it's not, you know, with some super, comedy, with, yeah. with, some, comedy. with some comedy thrown in there. But yeah. they like that's basically the process. What mm-hmm. what she you know, she interviewed, mm-hmm. you know, several different couples and, you know, and then ultimately landed on. And them. your parents landed the job. Yeah, they booked the, they booked the job. <laughs> yeah, they booked the role. How long after your birth mother met your mother? Did she decide that she wanted her to be you know I don't know I don't know the specifics I know it went back and forth a little bit from some other families and stuff but ultimately oh I know the the quote is that she she said that she felt really safe with my mom Mm -hmm. and she thought her baby would too Mm. and so and it's true sweet (laughs) yeah was it always your parents plan to adopt or was that kind of something that it was because of your birth mother and that in situation that um, they decided. It was an inability to conceive. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So not always the plan. Yeah. But ultimately became the plan. Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based results-driven skincare line. Osea puts your health and the health of our planet first with potent skincare solutions that are pure, safe, and effective. Formulated with all skin concerns in mind, Osea makes products infused with sustainability-sourced, organic, Patagonian seaweed, and active botanicals. Nutrient and mineral-rich bioavailable base allows products to easily absorb into the skin and effectively target multiple skin concerns. Osea can help relieve and illuminate your natural radiance, whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti-aging, or blemish solutions. Every product is sustainably packaged, non-toxic, cruelty-free, vegan, and made with love in California. I love Osea because as a person with rosacea and sensitive skin, it's really great to be able to use products that are natural and not going to be toxic and be harming your skin. I've used so many products in the past that it's not good to my skin. It would make me break out so much in products like that. Like sandpaper. Not sandpaper, (laughs) no. But the products like Osea's and their mists and their oils just are so good to your skin. And I'm just so excited to be able to work with such a great company and be able to use such wonderful products that will help my rosacea and is just really good to my skin and very natural. And as an environmental and eco activist, I am very happy that they have basically sustainably packaged materials too. So please check out Osea and their wonderful products. And now back to the show. Ooh. Use code mentality at checkout for free travel size item of your choice with purchase of $40 or more. Be sure to add travel size to cart when you check out. Thanks, Osea. We love your skincare. Thank you. Um, and then your birth father? You know, I don't have a, well, I have some information, you know, truthfully, I forget this stuff. Like I really don't talk about it that much. So I'm like trying to remember like stuff about them, but, um, he is not as in contact, Mm -hmm. uh, with my mom or my dad, you know, he's, he's, I should mention my birth parents did not end up together. They, Mm -hmm. uh, they were dating, but they ended up marrying other people. So, uh, so they're not still a couple. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know if he was as involved 
sounds like he was a great, like a nice guy and stuff. Uh, I just don't have as much information about him. Got it. Not a yearly birthday. No, yeah, no yeah. rosaries are coming <laughs> yeah. in. From, but, <laughs> but you, you do you have like an idea? Of he's out there. It's not like a mystery. Oh yeah, or... yeah, yeah. We I know his name and oh. like yeah, I I like know who he is, but I just don't know much about him. And and I truthfully like it's so weird because. I wasn't adopted at a time when the internet was like what it is or when there was Facebook or anything, but now there is that stuff. Yeah. And truthfully, I wish I could tell you like, I look them up and I, you know, but I yeah. truly don't. I, yeah. I literally have childhood. never, I have never thought to do it. I, mm-hmm. I like, and it's not that I purposefully not doing it. I just mm-hmm. never think about it. It's never been like, I haven't really ever been that curious about it. It's, mm. it's not something that really is like fascinating me or, or keeping me, you know, awake at night. Yeah. Like, mm. I, I have just, to know. I just have to know. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> really have to know. I, I, yeah. I truly like if I didn't want to thank her so much for mm. her bravery and for her decision, I don't know that I would have that much interest in, mm. in it. I don't really know why that is. I think maybe just I'm really satiated with the life I have yeah. and the family you know I've, yeah. I've had I had such a great childhood you have your parents and I you have my parents yeah. <laughs> like I kind of don't feel like I need I don't want for you know anything yeah. I, I just don't have like a hole that I'm you know yeah it wasn't really something that affected your your life growing up it just like you said it was just kind of matter of fact yeah. it was this miracle that happened and it really yeah. wasn't made a big big deal so right. why right exactly and uh and also I you know as I talked about for the first third of this, I, my life has been so exciting. Like my life, your life is amazing. My life is like, I hit the jackpot when it comes to life. (laughs) I I really like, I got to travel all over the world as a kid and experience all these other cultures and learn these languages. And I just like, which never, you know, would have happened in any other sort of situation, certainly not in the, in my birth family. Um, Not to say that that would have been worse or better. I'm not trying to compare them. I'm just saying I really got so lucky with the life that I ended up with. So there's no part of me that's like, what if, you know, I I, almost like I, I'm pretty sure I got the best deal. Yeah. (laughs) I I got the better deal here. And I, I just feel so grateful for it that I'm kind of like there's there's not that thing in the back of my head that's like oh but if I had just you know if I if I had what if it had gone another way or like it, it just it doesn't really like haunt me that yeah. way that's nice. you, um, you mentioned that one day you want to meet her and yeah. thank uh-huh. her is there a, a moment that you're waiting for for that or is that just something like um, when the the time comes or yeah uh, well, that's a good question you know to be honest with you it's just you know, she's in D.C., mm-hmm. Maryland area where I'm from. So it's not close. It's not close. And <laughs> the only time that I ever get back there is for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to spend time with my family. And usually I only have like a week or two. And yeah. it's Christmas time. And it's just like not kind of how I want to spend a good chunk of the time. I, I, well, you know, and it will be at some point. At some point, I, <laughs> I, I just will make it happen. It's just... You know, especially like I when I was in school and coming back and now I'm like maybe too rushed or maybe too mm. just like not really what I'm in the mood to do on my vacation. Yeah, I'm sure it's also not something that you yeah. want to just like get over with. Right. You know? It's like not something I just want. Like, hey, I'll, I'll stop hour. by. I'll stop yeah. by. Yeah, exactly. Let's meet. Yeah, my yeah. Birth mom. Exactly. <laughs> like it's kind of more of a, a, a thing. I can only you have know? like half a coffee. Are you okay yeah, with that? Yeah, are you it's good fine. with that? We can catch up for like 20 minutes and then I really got to go. I got plans. Yeah, exactly. It's not something I you know want to necessarily rush or or whatever yeah. so it's not like i'm waiting
waiting for some, I guess I am waiting for the right time. It, yeah. and it just hasn't felt like I've really, it's, it's come yet. Has she ever reached out and wanted to meet you or? She only ever reaches out to my mom, which is, a, I think, the arrangement. That, that I, I don't think. I mean, not, uh, not to you, but like to your mother, has she expressed? Oh, anything? yeah, she she has. Yeah, she they're they're ready to meet whenever uh, whenever I feel ready. And I will. I just kind of like maybe if I lived there still, mm-hmm. I would be able to yeah. figure out a way to carve out time and mm-hmm. plan it's just, it. So it's far. It's just, it's I, really I, and I never get back there. And I just my, my whole life is out here. Yeah. My parents have since moved here. So, yeah, they're all here now. They're all here. So we only really go back to D.C. Not even like we just get back because it's like kind of where we grew up. And we have. have, Yeah, exactly. Tradition, tradition. We have family in Pittsburgh. And so we visit them. So it's just yeah, it's just they're so far. And I, you know, I get busy. My life's busy. And Mm. so it's just not something that I've like uh, truly I haven't made time. Yeah. Are you looking to do the same thing with your birth father? Or is it more just want to thank your Um, mother? for? Yeah, I. Sure. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, not? yeah. I mean, if he's available and willing, I'd, I'd, is, I'd like to. Is he also in the same area? I think so. Know? I okay. think he is. Yeah. I don't have quite the same desire to like meet him and thank him mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, uh, not because you know, not for. I, I don't have any bad feelings towards mm-hmm. him by any means. I just like if I had to choose one, I'd probably just meet her. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be open to meeting him as well and. Yeah, I'd love it. Hope yeah. he's hope he's well. Hope everything's okay. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, I just have no like feelings towards them of anger or. It's like no. Uh, it doesn't feel like abandonment. No, mm-hmm. no. I never, ever, ever felt abandoned, which is sort of the big like adoption theme. I know <laughs> that people can often do feel that way, which I totally understand. In my case, though, I just have never felt more wanted than when I was adopted. Like it it never, uh, I never clocked it as being like, oh, somebody didn't want me. Mm -hmm. And I think I chalk it up to my parents' explanation. You know, when they, when they sat me down and told me, it must've been, I don't, like I said, I don't remember exactly what they said, but it was really clear to me that Mm -hmm. there was a person who couldn't at that time, you know, take care of me the way that they wanted to Mm -hmm. or were able to. And so then took these steps to make sure that my life was good. Mm-hmm. You like I can't think of anything more selfless yeah. than that, yeah. you know. And that's not um, an easy decision to make. So no, <laughs> no not at all. In yeah. fact, it's probably the hardest of the options. And yeah, and it requires a, a massive amount of strength. And uh, especially when there is an option that could just sort of you could just put this whole thing in the past. Yeah. It's just like, we'll just right forget along. about this one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And instead like you, you know, the, this woman chose the, the hardest possible thing to do and, and did it so that I could have a good life. You know, mm-hmm. I have a life at all. And then also have a good one. Like that's just, to me, I, I just don't feel a, that that's abandonment. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel if anything, that's like the most love, that you could possibly have for, for, for another person. So I'm like in awe, and especially as I've gotten older, you know, I'm like, damn, that was a really, really tough decision. Like that was really huge. So, so yeah, so I don't, I don't have any, I have nothing but love towards them. I have nothing but like, uh, just, yeah, I, 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 I do. I love them. Was it the same for your brother? brother. Um, you know, we don't really talk about it that much. Um, I don't know if, that's how he feels. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for him. I don't, 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Yeah. My, I found out that my great grandfather was actually adopted and mm. that was something that he found out when he was like 17 or 18. It was oh. really, really late into oh, wow. his life and he did not take it well. And yeah. I don't know if it was the explanation. Well, I don't know if it seems kind of late to be told. I mean, that yeah. seems like, okay, well now you've just been lying to me my whole yeah. life. Yeah. And that feels like a, like an identity crisis mm-hmm. more than, because that's like, that's tough because then how do you know if you are upset about being adopted Mm -hmm. or if you're upset that you you've been deceived you know (laughs) yeah because that had to have come up by the time you were 17 or 18 right I mean you make it come up if it doesn't (laughs) come up you bring it up like I'm not sure you can't really you can't really swing like oh I just you know I thought I told you (laughs) it's like that high cholesterol was for me (laughs) yeah yeah. didn't Um, you hear oh we we thought we said that yeah Yeah, I totally totally thought I told you yeah I know I'm sure you knew I think you knew (laughs) that that I can see how that would seem like deceiving or, or it, it, it would seem and it would be hard because you know then you'd have to kind of go back through your life and be like well wait what like so this and it, it would be confusing it would just add a whole layer of confusion so I totally get that yeah, and like no, I said there really are struggled with that. <laughs> yeah I mean like I said there are a lot of um you know not so great uh, adoption stories and I know that people feel differently than I do but I'm just I guess I'm just a little bit tired of Every single story that you see is like this painful, like even Jon Snow like is, you know, tortured and like feels abandoned. And, you know, like it's just. He did know that, though. One of the things he did know. Yeah. Yeah. That is, is that. one of the things he did know is that <laughs> is that he was adopted. But um, make it sound and so he knew it really well. But and like people hated him for being, adop- Not, you know, like, yeah, hey, people yeah. like disrespected him because of, of that, you know, which I, I'm, you know, that's it's Game of Thrones. It's not like present day or even this universe or even anything. So that's maybe a bad example. But I just mean like if that's a quality that a character has, it's usually some dark and twisted thing that they have to overcome. And it's just kind of not always the case, you know. And so finally, I I just kind of was like, you know, I don't know, maybe I have some responsibility to like tell a more normal story about it because I haven't seen one really besides friends maybe but I don't know <laughs> friends just got everything right you know yeah. <laughs> according to me friends can do no wrong actually one movie this is kind of random but uh, Shazam the superhero movie I don't know if either of you saw that but oh, no, I it's haven't. actually um, the entire movie is he's a foster child and there's like six other foster children I think in the household and it's a very like normal thing for them and I remember walking out of that movie being like wow that was really cool like I don't know if oh, I've ever seen I'll too many to movies it. where it was just accepted that that was a thing yeah and yeah the, yeah the foster parents were like great you know yeah, they were really yeah, loving yeah not like abusive you know yeah it wasn't and, annie yeah right right it wasn't annie yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's great that's really good I'm, I'm so encouraged to hear that that's that's great i have not seen it but i but i will yeah it's it was i just remember walking away being like that that felt like a really genuine movie for a group of people that i don't think have ever had like an yeah. uplifting an uplifting <laughs> yeah yeah you know view of of uh, foster care and stuff like that right you know? right right and and even just to you know i assume shazam is about something else. Yeah, it's a superhero it's movie. A superhero so, movie. It's so, <laughs> so it's like kind of nice to not have to hang a lantern on it. Like mm-hmm. this is the story that we're, t- you know, it's yeah. just sort yeah. of a part of the, the story. story. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like being adopted does not define you. Being yeah. adopted is not my only characteristic. In fact, it's one that I often forget is even a characteristic of mine. So it's, it's not, it's not this it's not this, it's a small, it's a part of me, but it's a small part or it's just a part. You know, there's so many other 
parts of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's more to me. There's more to me than just this. So, so yeah, yeah. And that's really nice. I'm encouraged to hear that. Um, speaking of movies and such, yes. I wanted to kind of segue into that. Was there yes. a story that you wanted to tell? <laughs> Yes. About adoption kind of in a creative way? Well, you know, yeah. There, it, it definitely feels like something I will do. It's not nothing. I haven't written anything about it. I, I do stand up and I did do this bit about uh, recently. I did this bit about how as an actress, you know, I never feel, you know, you constantly go through rejection and, you know, and, and never feeling wanted. And that how. Uh, just to feel wanted, I have to go back to my adoption and, and think about how many people wanted me then and just to give me self-confidence, you know, and, and how I use my adoption to to give me self-confidence as opposed to, you know, what it's often portrayed as. So I've like, you know, written about it in that way. I put it in my stand up. I did it in a storytelling, you know, venue. But but no, I haven't written anything like I haven't written like a feature or a short or anything about it. I probably will. I've been doing a lot more writing lately, and I actually have a, a web series that mm-hmm. I'm in pre-production for now, uh, yes. completely unrelated to adoption stories. But but I'm sure it'll be something that I, I do, you know, talk about or write about or do, it'll be some part of my creative you know, process. Yeah. No, I think more stories need to be told in, in the way of just kind of giving a lighthearted aspect to it, because it's important to have some of the, the hardship as well. To right, see, of but, course, because that's probably true yeah. as well. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel like with mental health, like what we're trying to do here. Right. Where right. everyone who normally when you see mental health stories, it's always dark and heavy and sad and there's just no way right. out. Right, right. And I think that comedy and lightheartedly portraying positive situations yeah. can give another side and show that it doesn't have to be the end all be all. Of course. So. And and I think it would be like I imagine like a little kid, you know, a little adopted kid who has no, you know, real feelings about it. And then, and I, cause I remember this happening to me, like getting, you know, either talking to other kids or even teachers. Like I, you know, I have this vivid memory of we were reading some book of where the kid was adopted, but of course it was a, you know, he was like left in a bush and like, you know, had to make his way. Like it was like some horrible adoption story, (laughs) you know, and he was in poverty and then went from, you know, orphanage or it was like kind of one of those. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I thought nothing about nothing of it. I was like, I'm adopt too. And I just, I thought about it. Like I, this is this fun fact. And when it was time for us to like give feedback and stuff, my hand shot up and, uh, and I was like, I'm adopted. And I, remember saying it like this great news like like hey, I mean, like little, we are reading this book and yeah. I happen to be this too like yeah. I, I have so much wisdom to share you know <laughs> like I remember just being like this is such a fun fact and and uh and then I remember the her the teacher's face just sort of falling like not knowing what to do with that and oh, kind God. of and kind of like uh uh oh, oh uh uh you know and I just remember that so vividly because I'm like god that's not the reaction I was Expecting, yeah. I thought you would jump for joy. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I thought, that, I, I thought I was sharing like the best news ever. You but need a high five. Yeah, exactly. Because I thought it was this miracle. That's what I was told, you know. And, th- and then I'm like, and then I go out and tell people, and they're, and they're they don't quite have that same reaction. So, so anyway, and then I found that with movies too. You know, you 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 look to the stories that are being told to see to see life reflected back at you. So yeah, if I can if I can tell a story or make a movie or something mm-hmm. that like a little adopted kid watches and feels like oh good like I can take on that opinion of it right this is a good thing this is a fun fact about me this is like this is cool Mm -hmm. then that would be great you know because I just feel like I I didn't really see that yeah what would you like it to tell people who aren't adopted who kind of hear the story of someone who's been adopted kind of like yeah like you had when you were a child what would you like them to say or kind of how 
how do you how do you feel people should like learn to react more? Or? Yeah, that's a really good First question. First of all, say not real yeah. parents. Yes, that's number yeah. one. That's yeah. Number one. But you know, it, it's interesting because I don't I don't blame anybody who's ever asked me that question or you know asked no, anybody that question. Just don't know. People don't know. We yeah. know nobody really talks about it that much. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we know even some families. Even some families. Totally. Yeah. So so yeah yeah totally. I understand that you know because we we know how not to speak about um, you know people with disabilities. Like there are yeah. words you don't say, and you know like. There are taboo words in for other circumstances that people don't say because it's it hurts people's feelings when you do. And for me, it's real people or sorry, real real parents. (laughs) But I know that nobody knows that. So obviously no one's, you know, trying to hurt my feelings, but really makes me even to this day when I hear it, it just really makes me sad. And because it's it's like no matter how clear I am on what's happening, it makes me sad that you don't think yeah. that these are my parents or, or that you're somehow thinking that I'm it like makes me feel that you don't understand my situation mm-hmm. and it just <clears throat> makes me feel feel weird. So so I would say the biggest advice that I have for people if, if you're talking to someone who's adopted is really, really listen and take on their vocabulary. So mm-hmm. like Reflect. don't. Yeah. Like don't don't change what they've called the people that they've that they're talking about so if i say mom mom and dad and then i say birth mother don't you say your mother your real mother or you know Mm -hmm. don't don't change what i've presented to you as my reality Mm -hmm. um because it's confusing and it's kind of mean and just kind of changes what i know to be true about my family so it it's it's a weird sort of feeling so i would say like listen to how they're just how they're describing the people Mm -hmm. in their lives and then take on however they have said it Generally speaking, our parents, our mom and dad are our parents, are our adopted parents, and our birth family, birth mother, birth father are uh, the words to 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 reference uh, the people who, you know, mm-hmm. gave birth to you. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's sort of the the general consensus. But if somebody else uses a different set of words for those people, just take on whatever they've said. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you change it to something else, it, it's You're changing just, their narrative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know it's just a simple mistake, but it, as best you can, you know, and obviously, like, if you accidentally say something, you can say... Well, we can at least start the conversation. You, yeah, yeah, totally. But it just, what feels like a blatant disrespect is when people just change what you've said to them is the truth, and then they just change... They talk about it in a totally different way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it changes your truth. It's like, right. if this is my truth, why are you taking it and mangling it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting it in a dishwasher and being like, no, you got to make it this way. Right, exactly. It's like, I just told you what. <laughs> this, is, this is how yeah, it is. This is how it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Listen, mate. <laughs> so that would be the advice, I think, is just, um, yeah, just be careful and listen and that's it. And then uh, probably just ask maybe if they if they don't know <laughs> yeah 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 always ask yeah. and uh, you know a lot of people don't even want to talk about it like yeah. a lot of people really don't don't uh don't want to you know speak well, at length only about bring it, it up if they bring it up right yeah. i wouldn't if you know someone's adopted and you're trying to have a conversation about it mm-hmm. i mean you can ask but don't pry like yeah. i I, yeah. I think it's not you know not everybody yeah. like wants to go into great uh you know yeah. deal of detail about it but but some do so you know you never know I think your story is fantastic. Thanks. I think that you got it, it is a miracle and you got such a wonderful life because of it. It is a jump mm. for joy. Like, yes, I was adopted. Like, this is why my life is why I am awesome. the way I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why I am who I am. It's because yeah. of my parents. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So 
Yeah. So I feel very lucky and I feel, and I feel very lucky additionally to have that mentality. Hey, <laughs> we can end the podcast now. Wow. <laughs> Let's just end on that. Uh, to have that mentality about it. You know, I know that I know that I'm lucky to feel that way about it and yeah. to feel pretty secure mm-hmm. um, and, you know, happy a- a- about that. So, so yeah, I have a lot to be thankful for many, many people to, to thank. That's, that's great. Awesome. And then what's yeah. the project you're working on now that's separate from adoption? Yes. So, okay. So I am obsessed with Christmas. Like, oh, yes. In a big way. <laughs> Christmas is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, God. I love Christmas so much. Um, I have actually worked uh, as a Christmas elf at the Grove for the last wow. few years. Yeah. Willingly. I yeah. did that. Yeah. Like a dream <laughs> job, you know, <laughs> sought that out. Yeah. And I've loved it. Yeah. And uh, I wrote uh, a short form web series, six episodes are like five minutes long, six, um, it's just a little series basically set in a Santa house at a mall and I <laughs> play, amazing. yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. It's super short. It's super like easy concept. The whole thing takes place in the Santa house. I play the, one of the elves. So I wrote this and I honestly kind of wrote it as just like a passion project because I had been acting so much and auditioning and I just kind of wanted to create something. Yeah. And so, and so I wrote this series and I'm, I'm in pre-production now nice. and I have a producing team that's helping me and which I never could have even dreamed of. So, um, so I'm really, really happy about that. And, uh, we are, well, by the time this comes out, the campaign will be launched. So maybe I'll talk yeah. about it as if it's already launched. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we launched our campaign <laughs> Ta-da. Um, uh, and well, it will be called or it is called by by the time anyone's hearing this, um, what the elf, and it'll be on. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> it'll be on Seed and Spark. If you look up what the elf on Seed and Spark, please consider either following us or donating or donating time or yeah. whatever you can, or just read it and just enjoy it. Yeah, that's what we're making. That's really awesome. That's amazing. That's super cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so definitely uh, donate to that and <laughs> check it out. Thank you. <laughs> Support good projects. Are you going to be releasing it like weekly? Is that how it's Yeah, go, so or? I think the plan is to release it uh, weekly in December, like for mm-hmm. Christmas, because it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to, to release it any other time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm always looking for Christmas content, but I know not everybody feels that way. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're... I'm the same way with Halloween. I'm just like once, yeah. like basically once Halloween and Christmas is over, I'm like, can we just redo it? Yeah. Can we just like, let's restart just go those back three months? To, yeah, totally. Let's just go take us back to October. Yep. I feel, I feel the same way. But yeah, so so definitely getting it out by Christmas because I don't want to release it in February. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big time. supporter of six months of Halloween and six months of Christmas. I'm okay <laughs> let's, with that. Let's, let's get, that, let's get <laughs> a petition yeah, I think going. going. I think yep. so too. Yep. Change.org. So yeah, let's do it. Change, yeah. <laughs> the change we need right now. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. much. This was a great conversation. Yeah, this was oh, um, lots of wonderful information. Oh, um, thank you so much for having me. It was yeah, a blast. Of course. We're so happy to share a perspective <laughs> today that's just kind of not what you always hear about adoption. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really know the process and how great it can be and a great experience. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So you can check out What the Elf on Seed and Spark. Mm-hmm. And then you can also check out uh, T-Spectral for RT for Phoenix. Yep. And you can go to tspectral.com. Uh, slash mental and you can get 10% off of this tea or any other tea there's like a dozen out there now mm-hmm. and thank you so much for joining us thank you guys yes Thanks. let's go get that petition started for Christmas yes and let's, do it. let's do it let's do it <laughs>